This is Hometown Mornings News and Views. Comments and opinions expressed are of the host, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect those of Sunrise Broadcasting. Your participation is welcome. The Hometown Morning Hotline is now open at 715-298-9888. And when calling, please turn your radio down. And now, this morning's edition of News and Views. And joining us this morning for News and Views, we welcome back from the MacGyver Institute, founder and president, Brett Healy. And Brett, thanks so much for making the time to join us today. Good morning, Oliver. Well, we continue on the saga of Foxconn and budget. Which topic do you wish to take first, Brett Healy? Foxconn and budget, budget and Foxconn. Uh, why don't we start with Foxconn? All right. The latest news, and since we talked last week, uh, Mr. Trump tweeted out that uh, Foxconn will be good for race relations in Wisconsin. There have been discussions in the legislature of trying to tie Wisconsin jobs more closely to Foxconn, and there is opposition that is continuing to rise in the Democratic Party, but is it going to do anything to lead to any significant changes in the bill as it works its way through the Senate, Brett? I really don't think so. Uh, at this point, uh, with the Republican majority so big in each House, uh, they really only need to focus on their members to assure passage of uh, not only this bill, but any bill, including the state budget. So uh, we continue to monitor and watch the discussions amongst Republicans, you really haven't seen any uh, public or hard opposition coming out of either caucus, uh, Republican caucus. So at this point, all things appear to be that simple past. Uh, they're talking about a couple more tweaks in the language before it starts making its way through. But uh, as from what I've heard, those uh, changes are uh, acceptable to the administration and to the company. And so I think uh, even though it's taken a little longer than what most people would have predicted, I think uh, the bill will easily pass the legislature and be signed by the governor sometime soon uh, here in uh, September. Well, we know that there is a 30 September date for this to be concluded. On the Democratic side, we've heard from gubernatorial candidate 91st Assembly District Representative Dana Walk talking about environmental concerns, talking about a foreign company. Of any of the arguments that those opposing the deal have presented, do you find any credence with any of them, Brett Healy? Well, I, I really don't. I mean, this is politics uh, of today, unfortunately. It doesn't matter what side you're on or what party you belong to. You automatically... Uh, object to what the other party is doing. So I think we're seeing some of that typical uh, opposition uh, play out in front of us. In terms of the environmental concerns, uh, there's still going to be guidelines and laws in place uh, for this project. Uh, they're just trying to streamline some of the permitting processes. But, I mean, if you take a step back, Governor Walker is not going to allow a company to come in and pollute our streams and rivers and, and Lake Michigan. Uh, it's just not the way things work. Uh, so I think this is just your typical hollow uh, 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 opposition for opposition's sake. 
when we take a look at what amount and how the monies from the state will be distributed to Foxconn, are these monies all contingent upon meeting the guidelines for number of jobs, dollar amount of those jobs, which Foxconn, according to Governor Walker, said was in excess of $50,000, but they only require them to be $30,000 to get the monies. Have we got all of the details that we need to have, Brett Healy, to know that the commitments Foxconn makes will be met and before we begin to invest money, whether it's in tax credits or otherwise? I think we have. Uh, the administration and Governor Walker are certainly adamant that none of the incentives, uh, none of the incentives, anything from the incentive package uh, goes out to the company until they've actually uh, uh, dug, uh, dug ground to start the massive facility or start hiring people that meet the criteria. So uh, I think Governor Walker was uh, sensitive to this criticism. I think that's why uh, Secretary Neitzel, uh, Department of Administration Secretary, worked so hard to make sure that the uh, deal uh, reflected the idea that uh, the company has to act first before uh, they are given any sort of incentive for uh, jobs or for the facility itself. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, Brett, we want to talk a little bit about the budget and some other stories that MacGyver Institute has been covering. MacGyverInstitute.com, President Brett Healy, back with more of News and Views after this. Being with us till the top of the hour, he is the president of the MacGyver Institute, Brett Healy, MacGyverInstitute.com. So now that I gave you a breather after all of that on Foxconn, now we punch... <laughs> We, we 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 plunge into the six letter B word budget. This little thing called the budget. Now, this is what thirty fifth Assembly District Republican Representative Mary Felskowski said in the gist of it yesterday, and she's on Joint Finance Committee for her second tour of duty. That basically part of the reason that they dis, uh, postponed working on the budget was they knew Foxconn was coming. Now, it seems that only a few people knew that Foxconn was coming, <laughs> and I don't know how much impact that had. Do you know, Brett Healy? Well, it is a mad, massive project. It's a project we've never seen uh, here in Wisconsin, a project of that size we've never seen in Wisconsin, and quite frankly, in, in the entire country. So I think you can uh, you can assume that uh, the representative is correct, that uh, when they're started to be rumbling that the company was serious about uh, landing here in Wisconsin, that they needed to take uh, a second to try and get get a better idea of how that was going to impact the state budget. Uh, And there's no way around it. Um, A project that big, it's going to have an impact on the state budget going forward. So uh, I think uh, the representative is correct uh, in her assessment of the situation. In that assessment and with joint finance, knowing that some improvements to the I-94 corridor are going to have to be made. Um, I, I really think, uh, being Cool Oldie Station, I should have the theme song for uh, the uh, Department of Transportation be Simon and Garfunkel's At the Zoo, because that seems to be uh, a big part of this, the zoo uh, interchange. 
you, Matt Kittle, I believe, and some other members of your team found about a $2 billion hole of mismanagement in the Department of Transportation projects. Uh, I, I feel that Secretary Ross is sort of like the captain of the Titanic after it hit the iceberg with two caveats. One, we have a small leak, and two, we're having an ice cube sale. Is there any any truth to that thought, Brett Healy? Well, so in the debate over the transportation specifically, the question has arose, um, we have a billion-dollar deficit in transportation spending. Some uh, legis would like to assert that we have a billion-dollar shortfall in transportation funding. And they then say that, well, you can't find uh, uh, efficiencies, uh, savings, uh, wasteful projects at the department to close that billion-dollar shortfall. And so we took it upon ourselves uh, to do an exercise to give it a try. Uh, No one else was uh, trying to... uh, uh, find a billion dollars in savings, so we thought we would give it a try. In relatively short order, we came up with a list of more than a billion, closer to two billion. Uh, some of it is uh, wasteful spending at the department. Some of it is mis- misplaced priorities at the department. But from our perspective, I think it answers the question, is there potential savings at the department so we don't have to raise the gas tax? We would say yes. If we're serious about this conversation, if we're serious about funding our transportation priorities, not our wants, but our priorities, we think you can do it long term without raising the gas tax, and that's what we we did at that in, with that exercise. Now, priorities, wants. For many people, it's I'd like my rural highways not to look like. Uh, you know, they've, they've taken hits from North Korean shrapnel. Mortif- yeah, mortifier. <laughs> yeah, mortifier. Yeah, mortar fire. I was trying to keep it as nonviolent <laughs> as possible. Remember, <laughs> Mr. Healy, sir, never bring an empty water balloon to a super soaker fight. Here, here's the point, Brett. We, we have needs throughout the state, and there's a lot of concern right now that the Foxconn deal sets a precedent sort of like this uh, opera I saw when I was in Germany in 72, where the one French line was, Mayor, see? Everybody wants more. How are we going to resolve this? Because we've given to Foxconn. We can say it's the largest project. They need some road work. Milwaukee always needs road work. And the people in the northern third of the state say, we never get much road work. Yeah, I think you bring up a great point. Uh the Foxconn deal is precedent-setting, and I think we're going to need to have a larger conversation about what exactly, going forward, what do we want to do for the business climate in the state. And from our perspective, we'd like to see a serious conversation about uh, now that we have Foxconn here, let's build upon this and let's make Wisconsin the best place in the country to start and grow a business. And that's going to take a dramatic uh, overhaul of the corporate tax code, the individual tax code, everything. Uh, in terms of transportation spending, yeah, this is the big fight right now at the Capitol. It has been for months. If you remember, last budget was delayed two weeks over transportation funding and whether or not we needed a gas tax increase. So no surprise that we're right back here having this conversation. And Foxconn impacts that conversation. They're going to need $250 million worth of bonding 
to uh, handle the road uh, situation in that part of the state. Uh, Foxconn would argue it's not all just for us, and they're probably right on that. It'll serve the rest of the state, rest of the community, uh, but there's no way around it that uh, the, the extra bonding is being done because of the Foxconn situation. So uh, I think we're going to get back to a number closer to the governor's original proposal. He originally proposed $500 million in new bonding uh, uh, in this budget, the lowest level of new bonding uh, in recent memory, but still too much for some members of the Assembly. Uh, but I think with where the Senate is at, where the Assembly is at, I think they're going to negotiate their way back to a number closer to Governor Walker, maybe 400, $450 million new bonding. Um, if we do that, I, I, the people who believe that we need a gas tax or a registration fee increase uh, they will argue that this will not solve the long-term transportation funding problem that will be right back here in two years at the next budget having the same conversation. Uh, the rural, the uh, Milwaukee area, all parts of the state need uh, more transportation spending, and the only way we could do that is if we increase the gas tax or an, uh, vehicle registration fee. So uh, hopefully we'll get to a solution here quickly that will uh, get us past this budget but I think uh, everyone agrees that we're going to continue to have this debate. What exactly uh, do we need to fund in terms of our transportation uh, priorities and uh, how are we going to pay for those priorities? That seems to be the issue because we've been kicking this can down the road ever since the Doyle administration reallocated funds from the uh, Transportation Trust Fund. And we never were able to replenish what was taken. And it's really no different except the subject matter from Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid at the federal level. And some of it has a trickle-down effect, am I correct? Especially when we're talking Medicaid and trying to work through the budget. According to uh, 12th Wisconsin District Republican Senator Tom Tiffany, they've thrown an extra 50 or $60 million in contingency to figure out what they can do to plug holes once the feds make their decision, which will be who knows when, right? Yeah, I mean, the, the, all of this is uh, entangled uh, with the conversation we're having at the federal level to the, the conversation we're having at the state level and then how that washes down on the locals. Uh, there's no way around it. Uh, I know people in state government are, are waiting anxiously to, to figure out, to hear from the federal government on what they're going to do in transportation funding and how much uh, local, uh, state governments will get uh, in federal transportation dollars. So you're exactly right. This is all intertwined. But it does come down to the basic idea, uh, do we need to increase taxes or can we make difficult decisions and prioritize our existing revenues to fund our priorities, not everyone's wants? And I, I think that's the conversation we're going to need to have going forward. We got about 60 seconds left. Again, my guest, MacGyver Institute President Brett Healy, MacGyverInstitute.com. Given the transportation budget's alleged waste and mismanagement to the tune of $2 billion that we talked about earlier, Brett, what can be done in terms of efficiencies to possibly fund what needs to be done without new revenue? Well, there's a lot that can be done if, if people remember correctly, there was an audit done of one program within the Department of Transportation recently that uh, detailed some significant savings that could be made if 
if the department actually followed their own guidelines and followed state law. Uh, if you remember correctly, uh, there were many projects that the department was supposed to get multiple bids on uh, that would hopefully uh, drive the price down where they only ended up getting one bid. And uh, the savings uh, from that uh, change would be in the hundreds of millions of dollars. So uh, there's a lot that can be done. And I think uh, for your listeners, uh, they, they need to think about this and speak up now. Uh, the, the pressure to raise the gas tax or the uh, auto registration fee is going to be intense. It's only going to get more intense going into the next budget. So if people look around and they see examples of questionable spending on road projects, roundabouts, uh, bike paths, they need to speak up now. And that's where and we're going to need to leave it, Brett. Thank you so much. Greatest hits of all time. Cool oldies. WXCI.